At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cincinnati is not a like a lock or a foregone conclusion right. because they're at five. If a team truck trips up in front of them, whether it's Oregon or Alabama or Ohio State, it's not, a, it's not an assumption that they'll be in the top four. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Wednesday morning, which means we're reacting to college football playoff rankings. They came out last night. No change to the top. And you heard there Kirk Herbstreit making the case that even if someone like, say, Oregon, who's underdogs this week, and even if they fall, doesn't necessarily mean Cincinnati's going to hop in next week. Let's talk through this with Anthony Thresh of Pro Football Focus, senior college analyst there at PFF underscore Anthony on Twitter. Talk about the rankings and some of the biggest games this weekend. Anthony is joining us on the Roman guest line. Anthony, thank you for uh, giving us a few minutes here. Uh, what was your big takeaway off the uh, the rankings last night? Not much change, but even the assertion there that Cincinnati at number five might not be jumping into the top four next week. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting too much to take away. kind of realize, you know, what the committee was thinking there. Um, but I think it's going to get very interesting over the next few weeks. We could see some major shakeup this weekend with Oregon and Utah. I mean, Utah favored by three points at home against the Ducks. And understandably so. I mean, Utah's been playing significantly better football uh, with new starting quarterback Cam Rising there. He actually has, I think, around an 89 PFF grade in his last six games. Had a fluffy first start, but since then has been automatic. I mean, that's been the most efficient passing offense in the Pac-12 um, in that span. If you look at Oregon, I mean, they've just kind of been a screen fraudulent, right? I mean, they did lose to Stanford outright. They've been sweating out a lot of Pac-12 games um, against so far competition. I mean, that, that is by far, you know, one of the more underwhelming conferences in college football. So, you know, I think we could see some more significant shakeup and, you know, eventually get Cincinnati up there. But it's going to be very inter- interesting to see, you know, kind of what happens with the Bearcats if, you know, you look at someone, you know, what if Oklahoma State wins out? You know, what, what are they going to do at that point? You know, I definitely do think we're if Alabama has a close game against Georgia and the SEC championship game, but still loses. They're definitely put themselves in a position where if they want to leave Cincinnati out, they can leave them out and they can move one of those teams in. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if Cincinnati does go undefeated, as long as Alabama loses that SEC title game, you got to put them in there. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's not going to be easy for Cincinnati either. I mean, they do have a tough matchup this weekend against SMU. 
Um, he gets uh, quarterback Tanner Mordecai, Oklahoma transfer. He's been struggling the last few games, but still one of the higher graded quarterbacks in the group of five level. And then, of course, Houston in the AAC championship game, which I think is probably one of the most underrated teams, you know, all together. And, you know, out of the 130 FBS programs, I mean, that you look at the defense, that's a top 10 unit, really, in college football. And Clayton Tune, the quarterback's been, you know, kind of getting in and finding his groove as of late over the last month or so. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I don't think we've, you know, the big common theme, you know, in college football has been chaos this year. And I still think we have a lot more chaos to see. Yeah, I'm curious your thoughts. Um, Cincinnati is 12-point favorites against SMU. SMU has the sixth best, best offense in the country. I mean, they've got to put up some big points in this game, right, to to really be taken seriously. Is I don't think winning, just winning, is enough here. Yeah, and it's going to be a good test for Cincinnati's defense. I mean, that defense is, I mean, as good as advertised. I've been really impressed kind of with what they've done. You know, Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator, um, kind of stepped back. He went to Notre Dame, and then they looked at it, and they're like, well, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? And they kept the same structure there, and they've still been performing you know, very well, those outside corners can play man coverage as good as any in college football. Um, and I think it's going to make it tough on SMU. And I do think that they're going to hold them off, you know, not so much see the, you know, the high powered SMU offense that we kind of seen. I think they're going to do their part. It's just the offense, you know, like you said, they're going to have to put up some points here. I mean, the style points, it should it be a thing. I don't know. But the committee with the way they kind of evaluate teams very much by the eye test and box score statistics, they're, they're going to have to put up points. And, you know, it's it's interesting just because you look at the offense and it just seems like one week, you know, Desmond Ritter, when he's on, everybody else is off. The receiving units dropping passes. The running game isn't there. But when everybody else is on, Desmond Ritter's off. I mean, they just really have not been, you know, all together cohesive every single week this season. I mean, the potential is definitely there. I mean, I've been impressed with what Desmond Ritter's done, the improvements he's made, taking very good care of the football, um, you know, making smart decisions. You know, his deep ball is so much better what it's been in the past so you know i think the potential is there and we just really have not seen the full potential of the bearcats offense could we see that this weekend i, I think we could um just because you look at essence's defense it's a little underwhelming um they have been uh, all throughout the year so you know it's going to be interesting to see if they can kind of put it all together in this one um you know as far as you know the pff model it likes smu there with 12 points getting 12 points for, for me personally I think I'm just going to stay away from this one just because I've kind of found not to trust the Bearcats when I'm heading with them. Um, for that reason, they just really have not been cohesive you know, altogether on offense at all this year. Anthony, the uh, the committee obviously not completely uh, sold or impressed by Michigan State. They did have the big one over Michigan, yet they're behind them in the rankings. We know they lost to Purdue a couple weeks ago. How about the game on Saturday, Michigan State at or Ohio State? Uh, 19 and a half is the number right now on FanDuel. Do you give Michigan State with Kenneth Walker a chance to be competitive in this game, or or is the line um, correct in your mind? And this, you know, could be a three-score game. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I think it's pretty correct. I'm leaning Ohio State um, just because I, I think what they've done offensively, and I think they, they're starting to find their identity, you know, finding out who CJ Stroud really is. And I think he has a lot of potential long-term, but I mean, this is, a, a, you know, a college student that's a couple years removed from high school, first year starting. It's very rare to see someone, you know, at, at his experience level to produce at a, a truly elite level right away. Now his box score stats last week, phenomenal. I think he went 31, 38, around 350 passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions, but he had a PFF grade in the mid seventies, which is, it's good, but it's nothing elite like that box score would say. But what, what's that tell us? I mean, you look at the way they kind of game plan. It was a lot of quick, Game short throws, a lot of RPOs, a lot of play action, really kind of holding his hand a little bit. And they're starting to find, you know, let's just trust our playmakers and everything else around him, our scheme, and help elevate CJ Stroud a little bit and just let him kind of execute this, that quick short passing attack. And I think we might see another game like he had last week, this upcoming week against Michigan State. Um, they're another fraudulent team. I mean, kind of going back, they've had some scares, you know, that Michigan game. Had some stuff kind of go in their favor there. Had a you know one in ten thousand play with the fumbled exchange there, kind of going their in their way against Indiana. I mean, if Indiana didn't have their backup quarterback in there, they'd probably win that game because their Michigan State's offense cannot do anything. I think as you know, Ohio State's defense has not been you know the best in America as they used to say from a few years ago. Um, it's still a very good group, and I think that they're going to be you know well coached. They're going to be ready for the trick that Jay Johnson, the offensive coordinator for Michigan State, is going to have up the sleeve. Because that's really where most of their success has been. I mean, flea flickers, you know, sweeps. And they've been, you know, having some trickery on that offense. And they've been getting by defenses with that. And, you know, a lot of deep play action shots as well. Um, I don't think this Ohio State defense is going to let them up, you know, like, like uh, some of the other defenses have. So I'm leading in Ohio State's favor. I think they're going to control that game. So what if what happens if Oregon and OSU end the season with the same record? Who like comes out on top here? Because Oregon won the head to head, but OSU will still have to beat three ranked teams in a row and win the Big Ten championship. Yeah, I mean it's going to be very very interesting. And at that point, I think you know I would be looking forward to the Twitter conversation because I'm sure whatever the committee decides, everybody will be against it. Um, but I do think if Ohio State wins out. I think they'll probably be ahead of Oregon um, just because they, they'll be facing three ranked teams. Like you said, Michigan, I mean, that is a very good team. As we've kind of seen the committee's very high in Michigan and deservingly so. I mean, that defense, one of the best in college football, pass rush matters. 
at the power five level level, it can explain just as much of what happened on a given pass play, just as much as coverage can, just because you have these, the power five level, that, those were the freak athletes resigned. That's where they're recruited. And then also too, you have the rawness at the quarterback position where you're a little bit more prone to mistakes and you're going to get, you know, a worse outcomes when under pressure. So it does matter. And they have the best pass for student college football. And that's been right there. So if Ohio State can get by Michigan too, and then beat Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin's been a, a, one of the best teams in college football over the last few months. I mean, they've kind of realized, you know, at early on in the year, they asked for him Mertz, like, hey, we want you to be a true drop-back passer. We have good receivers. We want you to be the guy, not so much the smash-mouth brand of football that we here at Wisconsin have been kind of operating out of. But they found out pretty quickly, he can't do that. And then after that one and three start, they took, they lightened the load on him, emphasized the running game, true freshman back, Braylon Allen. He's been absolutely phenomenal for him. Um, and then when he does throw the ball, they're using, you know, play-action shots there, helping him out a little bit, um, keeping, the, keeping the defense on their toes. So, I mean, Wisconsin with that defense, too, I, I think it's the second best behind Georgia in college football. I mean, that's going to be a tough, tough game. So if they can beat Michigan State, Michigan, and Wisconsin, I think they're going to go ahead of Oregon there um, just because Oregon's, you know, schedule is it, not so much as difficult as Ohio State's. Anthony Thrash of Pro Football Focus joining us here, talking some college football as the playoff ranks came out last night. And we're looking ahead to this weekend and, and the big picture. Anthony, I want to ask you about Oklahoma State. They are ninth in the latest update of the college football rankings. Yeah, you look on FanDuel Sportsbook, they have the six shortest odds, 50 to 1, to win the national championship. Now, I don't, I don't think Oklahoma State's going to win the national title, but just their, their place there makes me wonder about their path to the playoff. Do you think they have a path? And and are we looking at it where we could still get a Big 12 team? Because when Oklahoma lost, my mind was like, all right, we're done. Big 12's out. It's going to be, you know, SEC would probably with a pair of teams and then either a Big 10, um, Oregon, maybe Cincinnati. But I, I kind of eliminated the Big 12. Should we? Do you think there's a path for Oklahoma State? Yeah, there definitely is. And, you know, it's. I think that could be one of the most chaotic things that kind of happened, right? I don't think it's over, and I think that could be a real-world scenario. I mean, it's going to be tough for them. Um, not so much this weekend against Texas Tech, 10.5-point favorites on the road. I, I think they're going to be fine there. Um, but, you know, they get Oklahoma the week after that, um, and then, of course, the Big 12 title game. Um, if they went out, I, I think they're going to be you know, firmly in the conversation. And it, it's definitely possible. I mean, I love what they've done defensively. Um, you know, they make great in all three facets. They're actually one of four teams in the Power Five that has an 80-plus grade in run defense, pass rushing, and winning coverage. Um, joining Wisconsin, Michigan, and, of course, Georgia there. Um, you know, that's a real deal group. And I think the biggest thing is kind of that offense. You know, Spencer Sanders, he's very limited. I think they've done the as best as they possibly can with him there. He struggles to throw the deep ball. Um, but, you know, they kind of emphasize the underneath passing game. You know, they created yards after the catch we saw this past week. Um, and I, I think that's probably their best bet. It's just kind of it's the offense, I think, is probably the biggest, most the most concerning aspect of it. And it's just going to be all about, you know, what kind of Oklahoma team are you going to get, right? Um, and take advantage, too, that defense of that, the play style that they're going to have at quarterback. Because, you know, while Caleb Williams, and we saw it this past week, he did struggle. But before that, he was, you know, in the Heisman conversation, just a few starts, and it's just because of the risky play style that he has, and it was working out for him, you know, passing up on the check down, you know, underneath, but and taking the risky 50-50 ball downfield, and it worked out for him, but that play style will come back to bite you in the end, and it did this past weekend, but, you know, it just all depends what kind of Wisconsin or uh, Oklahoma offense you're really going to get, so I think there is a path for Oklahoma State to make it, um, and I, at that point, the committee is going to have their jobs are probably going to be as difficult as ever. 
Anthony, looking at the uh, college board this weekend, any other games that you like? Yeah, I was actually just looking at this. And this one's a big stinker of a game. But a college football junkie like myself, I love it. Can't say that Akron. Akron's getting 13 and a half. I'm kind of um, – my eyes drew to that immediately. I mean, with Zach Gibson, the Akron quarterback, he's actually been pretty good. Um, in the four games where he's taken, you know, double-digit dropbacks in, they've covered all four of them. Um, he has a PFF grade at a, right around that elite level, too, and on the field. I, I kind of like that. I'm not too faithful in that Kent State defense, so that's probably – I think that might be my top play this week. So if you're into the sneaker games like myself, I, I would look into that one. Yeah, I think our audience is. I mean, that, that, that sounds like our audience. They'll, they'll be into that game. Anthony, one quick one uh, before we let you go. Notre Dame, uh, they are in this mix. I'm not sure if they're going to have enough to actually get to the playoff with their schedule, if they'll rack up enough wins. Uh, but they're big favorites this week, as you would expect um, in their game. Do you like Notre Dame this weekend in their matchup? Yeah, I don't know if I'm touching the spread. I, I like the under there in that one. Um, I think Notre Dame's defense is going to do enough to stop Georgia Tech. And, you know, they, they definitely have another – they're another team with a path to the playoff. If, of course, the Big 12 kind of in Pac-12 cannibalizes themselves. Um, you know, so I think, you know, with that spread number, I don't know if I want to touch it. Actually, I just talked myself into it. I'll probably take <laughs> over. Is it like 17 points now at this point? I mean, 17 offense, and a half. Yes, I it's think, a 17 and a half on yeah. FanDuel. Yep. All right. Yeah, I still, I still think so. I mean, that offense with Tommy Reese, I was really impressed with what he, the adjustments he made during their week seven bye. Um, you know, they really helped. They kind of understood Jack Cohn. He isn't so much the passer that they want him to be. And the offensive line, um, it's not, you know, up to Notre Dame standards. So they need to kind of stretch it a little bit and take those true pass sets out. They took the true pass sets out of the equation, um, kind of teaming throws a little bit with Jack Cohn, not so much the downfield stuff. And it's been an efficient offense, a little bit more, emphasis on the uh, gap uh, gap run team there and you know I, I think it's been working out for them so I like what they've done on offense the changes they've made they've had their four most efficient games since then so you know I I, I thought I like Notre Dame in there I like the under and I think they're probably going to cover that number great stuff Anthony appreciate the insight we'll do it again soon that was Anthony's trash of pro football focus on the Roman guest line get a online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home go to getroman.com slash Becky well now to get $15 off your first month, that's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. All right, coming up on the other side, our NFL power rankings. I will have mine. Aaron will have hers. We may even somehow hear about Joe O's power rankings some way. And if there's one team that will not make any of our power rankings, it's the New York Jets, who have announced a change at quarterback. We will hit that on the other side. What are the Jets doing? That's just what I want to know. What are the Jets doing? We'll discuss the Jets quarterback situation and how it affects the game this weekend against Miami. Our power rankings next right here on BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 